Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Watching the Webhead. I'm your host Delanel and well I'm making a cameo appearance on my own hiatus. Uh, as I mentioned during that uh, recording, uh, any big pieces of news to come out concerning Spider-Man, I would hop back in um, and, you know, kind of share my thoughts and things like that with you guys. Um, still a busy month. A lot of things are going on. Um, so, I, you know, but I've had time to watch uh, Loki. Um, the show Loki, uh, if you guys have been watching it throughout the, you know, the season or whatever since it came out in early June, uh, late May, early June, I believe it was June, and, um, <clears throat> you know, it's it's been quite a ride, to say the least. Six episodes for the season, and I'll tell you what, it's amazing how in six episodes they were able to completely change the MCU as we know it. I think Loki... More than WandaVision, more than WandaVision, Loki is a turning point uh, for the MCU. And I do believe in terms of what we'll see in the future and what we're dealing with, um, you know, and, and the potential characters that we might see. This might be the opening for us to see um, the new acquisitions that Disney made, like the X-Men and the Fantastic Four. I think this show definitely... Um, did that. So if you have not watched Loki, first of all, I highly recommend it because I believe, like I said, that's a turning point. Any movies and shows that we see moving forward, <clears throat> most of them are most likely going to have a tie to that show, a, a direct verification of what occurred in that show. So I definitely strongly recommend you watch it. But also, I'm going to be spoiling parts of the show because it'll help explain why Spider-Man No Way Home is going to be what it's going to be about. So I'll have to get into specifics. So if you have not watched uh, Loki, all six episodes, do that. It's, it's a quick, e six episodes, quick, easy. You can knock it out, you know, in a day, potentially, maybe two a weekend thing, um, <clears throat> you know, when you're off, it's it, it's an easy watch too, very easy watch. But we're not talking about Loki, this is a Spider-Man podcast, so anything I talk about has to relate to the webhead, right? We're watching the webhead, this is what we do. So, final call, spoiler alert, we're moving in, ready? Okay, alright, cool, so, now. Um, geez. the sixth episode of Loki is where everything kind of just takes place for what I'm going to talk about. The first five do the necessary setup um, to what we're eventually going to see. And there are elements in the first five episodes that obviously, you know, you could get signals as to what's about to happen, but... Once the end of the sixth episode occurs, it's pretty much the MCU is just different now. It's a different ball game, and I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know how they're gonna do it, but uh, they're gonna do it. <laughs> they're gonna do it. So it, it it just opens up a lot, and I, I have to keep myself contained to just Spider Man. But it opens up a ton of things. Um, what happened there, right? So you guys saw. 
And again, I'm not getting into all the details about the show. It's not a review of the show. But you guys saw the branching out of the different alternate timelines and things like that. So all of these different Lokis that we've been seeing throughout the show, now kind of the emphasis is we can see more versions of other characters. You can see other Captain Americas, Iron Man, Hulks, uh, and also Spider-Man. So basically what 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 what's really interesting about Loki is not just the fact that we have all of these timelines but the awesome fact that we have we are more than capable of getting different versions of the same character, right? Loki, we saw him <laughs> we saw him as a kid, we saw him as an old man, we saw him as a alligator apparently i guess i don't you know i'm still trying to wrap my mind uh, we saw him as a female right so the mcu has set up the president that we don't have to have a twin like resemblance of the character that we know right we don't need a twin like resemblance and we don't even need a a, a species resemblance Okay, so that to me is a big sign when you compare all of the rumors that we've been hearing about Spider-Man No Way Home and, and the idea that Andrew Garfield and uh, Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man would appear in their own you know, versions of the universe and, and help Tom Holland's Spider-Man in a battle. You know, um, I think that this show really validates those rumors that we've been hearing. And I mean, we've had different interviews where different actors have been like, oh, you know, beating around the bush and kind of zigzagging around the question, are you in the movie? Oh, well, you know. Uh, I think Emma Stone's response was the most damning, right? Like, well, who, 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 has anyone else said that they're in it? Oh, okay, I, I'm not in it either. You know, and if you haven't listened to Emma Stone's reaction, it, it's a few episodes uh, back. I believe, where she just pretty much gives, like, it's the oddest response, and it just confirms for me that she's in it. Um, but, you know, there, there, there is a very high likelihood that we will see one or both of those guys join Tom Holland and what we know as our main uh, universe line, right? Um, now, the Loki that we see here is from, he's the ramifications of Endgame. So if you guys remember Endgame, if you haven't seen it, uh, I mean, years have passed. It's safe to say that uh, it's your fault if you haven't seen it, uh, unless you were in a coma. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about what happened in the movie. It's, we're free of the spoiler zone, so yeah. Anyway, Loki, um, long story short, if you guys have seen it, you remember that uh, when they, when the Avengers went back into the past to return the Time Stones, uh, well, to grab the Time Stones, the Time Stones, Infinity Stones that they needed to, you know, defeat Thanos, well, reverse the snap, mainly, but eventually to defeat Thanos, they, um, they ran into uh, Loki during the, uh, ooh, the first Avengers movie, yeah, the first Avengers movie, it went back in 2012, 
They ran into that Loki. Um, that Loki ends up because of a scuffle between the past Avengers and the current Avengers, or the present Avengers and the future Avengers. Uh, let's say we're in 2012. So the current Avengers and the future Avengers, they end up having a scuffle, and that causes uh, the Avengers to lose track of of the um, one of their stones. Well, the Tesseract, really, but the Tesseract was powered by a stone. But anyway, so Loki ends up grabbing it. He woofs in the thin air. And so now the Loki series picks up where that happened. And he poofs somewhere else. He's immediately captured by time cops, basically. And uh, and that's it. So <clears throat> the, the, the Loki that we knew and love, who died at the hands of Thanos, he is most likely done. He's gone. You know, he's he's finished. But now we have this... We already have Loki. That's the other thing about Loki. His show is the first, whether movie or show, is basically the first MCU project that that has its own timeline that's outside of what we know, right? It, it's already a branch off of itself, the fact that he exists. So it's really fascinating that, you know... The ramifications of him branching off ended up causing the big giant branch off uh, for all of the universes and, and, and other chaos, uh, essentially. So, um, really nice how they kind of put that all together. But, so you have a situation now where, you know, like, now you remember at the end of WandaVision, right? And it was really the post credit scene. And where she, again, if you haven't seen it, I guess spoiler, spoiler, but at the end of WandaVision, she, um, she's looking through a book and like really hyperspeed reading a book, I guess a book of spells or something, I don't know. And we hear her son's voices, uh, in the background, like help, help, you know, we're, we're, whatever's going on. And we don't really see, she she doesn't really do anything other than just kind of acknowledging that she hears her sons. But the theory at the time was she's going through different dimensions, right? To find uh, perhaps other versions of her sons that she could take as her own or, or, or something. And so we said dimensions, but now that Loki has come out, are these really timelines that she may have been looking at? Is that the correct term that we should be using now? And if she was messing around with different timelines and then, you know, you have the the, the Loki situation and, and they're trying to keep timelines from branching out. Ha- My question is, has the time, uh, the time cops, have they been following what she's been doing. I mean, they, they, they obviously had a project of capturing all Lokis, um, Loki variants. But I wonder if part of what they were doing too, like other analysts and other staff were working on anything that Scarlet Witch may have been disrupting from trying to hop through different timelines and causing, like, would they ca- could they capture her? I mean, she's very likely the most powerful person in the MCU, right? Uh, I will put her above Captain Marvel. Um, and I, you know, put her above Thor. 
you know, I, I will put it, she's, she's at least up there with the God-tier powers. And I just wonder if they would even be able to catch her or she's still, you know, like just this magnificently skilled, powerful being that can avoid these time guys. And then she obviously is listed to star in Doctor Strange's movie that's coming out. Um, so clearly she's going to play a part in all of these timeline variation thingies that are happening. Um, but I wonder if Loki and her show are connected in some way. And if both of them combine, create the platform that allows Spider-Man to have his movie. Now, when we look at Spider-Man and his movie, Loki is the first show to introduce multiple people. But it was a very contained, right? like multiple Lokis, but it was a very contained environment. The Lokis were all, most of the Lokis that we ran into were already captured and they were in the void, right? So there were, they weren't doing anything at the time in a normal everyday setting. Spider-Man's movie is shaping up to be the first, we're going to see the first live effect of what happened with Loki and WandaVision's show. Now, I don't know when Loki takes place. Right? <clears throat> it's a time story that kind of seems like it's out of time when it takes place. And it's tough to gauge, you know, and then Loki went back in 2012. So are they in a 2012 setting or when you go to the to the TVA, are they it's it's weird, but I don't I don't I, I, I'm gonna guess to say that Loki's show and WandaVision show don't happen at the same time. I mean, they could, but just they're years apart, but happening at the same time, if that makes sense. So I, I don't know. But I think Spider-Man's movie is going to be the ramifications of that in a real-life setting. So I don't know how they're going to do this. Now, there was a supposed leak. If you guys remember a few episodes ago, I talked about it. There was a supposed leak of the, of the entire plot of the Spider-Man movie where um, it, it, it would imply that somehow the universes are communicating with each other, tricking Tom Holland's Spider-Man to unleash uh, basically the Sinister Six from Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield's universes. These group of hero, uh, uh, bad guys are going to come together in Tom Holland's time. And the other two Spider-Men are supposedly going to jump in. It's going to be three Spider-Men versus the Sinister Six and a big face-off, right? That was basically the plot. And obviously, that was a rough draft of a plot exposure thing. We don't, you know, all the little details. But I am extremely curious if the movie is going to show us something that connects us to what happened with Loki. Whether, even if it's a a quick, like, flashback or, like, some kind of something to show, like, the timelines have split and then we just jump into time. Like, a really, like, quiet nod. Like, okay, the timelines have split, but let's jump into Tom Holland's thing and we'll revisit this when it's appropriate, when it comes time for stuff to to pick up the pace. 
Uh, I'm very curious or if we're going to see a scene with Doctor Strange. Because we know Doctor Strange is going to be in the movie. We see a, a scene with Doctor Strange. He's examining, you know, the timeline situation and, and multi-dimensions and trying to figure out what's happening with that. Um, so, I remember Doctor Strange, he had the time stone. You know, when he, when he you know, so he's he he's probably more familiar with how time stuff works and probabilities and stuff like that's been that's been his thing in the MCU. So it's actually a really perfect fit that he would be involved um in that Spider Man movie, you know, all things considered. So I'm I'm real it it I mean just Marvel has done such a great job of placing the right characters in the right places and making it feel authentic enough to work. Um <clears throat> so I, I do like that. That's a that's a nice move on their part. Um, so I think these three Spider-Men are going to be, we're going to see that as a new norm for Marvel. I think, and I mean, there's been other quiet little rumors like, oh, we might see a different Iron Man show up and Captain America might come back. You know, uh, Steve Rogers might come back in a different form and all these different things. We've been hearing rumors of this. All of these different MCU characters potentially returning. Um, and now Marvel has given themselves an out. And I mean, it. in some ways, you can say it's a cheap thing for Marvel to do. But Marvel has given themselves an opening to say, if we ever want a character to return, we could just say there's a, some kind of timeline thing. And, oh, he's here. Look at that. She's here. Oh, my. So... <laughs> I mean, it, it's the fact that they decided to branch off. They had to. You have to raise the stakes. You have to expand and, and do a lot more things than what you were doing already. You know, Thanos was a big thing, and, and now you're going to have to top that. And what better way to top it than a war of timelines? Um, so, I mean, I you know, it, it had to be done, I think, in terms of growing everything up. It had to be done. Um, so I don't know what they would do after that, but, you know, here we are, phase four, and I guess this whole thing will last three phases, right? The first, you know, the Endgame saga, you know, that was all of three phases for Marvel. Um, so this timeline thing might take at least three, maybe four phases, so we might be in, like, phase nine by the time it all comes together. I don't know. The TV shows might help accelerate it because now there's a lot more content to be put out there to explore all of these different things. So, you know, we'll, we'll have to see. Um, but I, I, you know, there, there was another piece of news that is kind of small, but historically has always been a spoiler, right? So we saw some early Spider-Man No Way Home toys and merchandise come out. One of the toys that came out had Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield Spider-Man on, like, the background cover of, like, the, the packaging. So now, obviously, obviously, we're all pointing to the idea that, hey, that toys always tell you what's happening. So, and you can't deny that. I mean, you know, historically, toys have, they sell the movie. So they will showcase all of the movie to let you know that it is associated with the movie. 
So the fact that Marvel is okay, obviously Marvel would have to sign off. It might be Sony though. Actually, Marvel owns uh, merchandise. Sony exclusively just movies, but merchandise is Marvel. So Marvel would have to give the okay and say, hey, yeah, you can use this on the toy packaging. And then obviously they would have to have some kind of agreement to when the toy would release. Now, I think this was more of a leak. It's obviously not for sale. But interesting timing that the leak of this toy happened basically the same day of the season finale, right? Wednesday, uh, the 14th. Oh, very convenient. <laughs> very convenient. Um, so I think it, this, is, this is all just starting to work its way into the, the fact, the idea that this Spider-Man movie is going to have multiple Spider-Man from different alternate realities. This Spider-Man movie is a Sony movie. Make no mistake, right? Sony is making a movie that fits into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Sony did not necessarily have to go down this road. Um, and I mean, I say did, did not, but not necessarily that they already did. They may not have done it. We may have been duped, but, um, you know, so Sony has made the decision to play along with this big giant scheme that Marvel is doing. And I think it's appropriate. Um, so after uh well, we're going to take a quick break and then afterwards I want to talk about the trailer and when we should see the trailer and I'm going to talk about why we haven't seen the trailer. So, uh let, let's go ahead and uh we'll, we'll 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 talk about some ad, maybe it's anchor, maybe it's something else, I don't know. I'll see you on the other side. Enjoy. All right, cool. So, got that out of the way. Let's talk about the trailer. My original prediction was that we would see the first kind of trailer type of couple of videos, something, in April, right? I thought April, no later than April. And I guess technically we got the title in April. So I guess we we got something. Um, but we didn't get a trailer. We didn't get any kind of anything and it's july now and you know still nothing and i think the reason why we haven't gotten the trailer this is kind of weak i don't think it's weak i don't think it's particularly strong but i don't think it's really necessarily weak but i think the fact that uh we didn't get the trailer has something to do with loki I'm willing to gamble and say, here's two things that I'm going to say that I expect out of the trailer, especially the first trailer. One thing I expect, or not expect, depending on how I word this, we're not going to see Tobey Maguire or Andrew Garfield in the trailer. We may never see them in the trailers. It's, It's tricky. I don't know what Marvel... Like, I don't know what kind of a twist those characters are. Because if if those characters are big twists, Marvel's not going to reveal it. 
it, and I guess maybe so between Sony and Marvel, they're not going to reveal a twist of more than one Spider-Man in the movie. If that is the twist, you know, like into the Spider-Verse, we knew that it had multiple Spider-Man. So they advertised it was multiple Spider-Man. If your twist is that there is multiple Spider-Man, why would you showcase them? So there is a potential that we never see them uh, in any of the trailers leading up to the movie. It's a possibility. Now, if if their roles are not terribly significant and it's not the biggest deal for the plot, then we will see glimpses you know, of the the other Spider-Men in action. Or at least without their masks, right? Maybe standing there without their masks, but they're in costume. That kind of shot that we see plenty of times with Spidey. So we might get that. So those are one of the two things of if we're going to see the characters in the trailer. The other thing is that the trailer itself, most likely, this is the second thing that I expect, right? I believe the trailer itself is going to really emphasize time and dimensions and the fabric of reality itself. And I think it doesn't really add up to release that kind of trailer before Loki. Because when you, if you go to watch Loki, but let's just process this, right? If you're watching Loki... And the plot of Spider-Man is well in your mind that it's a time-traveling thing. Because basically the first episode of Loki dives right into to time and, and multiple dimensions. and it, like They break everything down. If you know that Spider-Man's movie is already based off of a break in time, right? A disturbance in the timeline or whatever. Then Loki is pretty much spoiled to a certain extent. You kind of have an idea of how it's going to end. But getting there will still be, you know, some kind of thrill. But ultimately, you're like, oh, well, I guess somewhere along the line, the timelines are going to get split. Like, you, you automatically just going to register, like, uh, that's probably what's going to happen. Because you've seen the trailer. So I think Marvel and Sony held off on releasing the trailer for after that move, after that season finale. So, it would make sense now that very soon, the trailer has to release. You imagine shooting is already done, right? The the movie's already been shot, and they're in post-production now. For the most part, all the scenes have been filmed and and done. And they're just in post-production. They're starting to ramp up the marketing campaign. The social media... uh, Sony's social media stuff is all plastered with no no way home stuff and like they're ready to to jump but I think they were waiting for Loki and that that that's smart I mean it makes perfect sense to wait for you know when you have a series of movies and shows that all are connected to each other you have to wait for one thing to happen before you can talk about the other otherwise you're going to end up spoiling stuff you know what I'm saying so that's the the interesting thing about uh, Sony and Marvel's in, uh, situation. Whereas earlier, when you talked about earlier MCU projects, the movies were always branched out 
apart, but also the different movies weren't directly connected to each other, right? The Avengers movies kind of pulled the storylines together, but those individual movies that you would see, Thor's and Iron Man's and Captain America's, they all had separate stories that were happening that weren't directly aren't they weren't always directly connected to each other there'd be references and nods and stuff but they didn't really but now in this new phase for Marvel you have these shows and these movies that are impacting each other and so now before you hear about one thing we have to wait for this other thing to end and it's going to be especially uh, a longer wait for TV shows, right? Because week after week after week, it'll be, you know, a couple of months potentially, two to three months before the show ends. And then we can finally look on and see what the movie is going to be about. Uh, so that that's what I'm looking at. That's what I'm expecting for the trailer. I think that that's what we should be looking for. Um, and I, my, my gut would say that the trailer, if I had to settle, the trailer is going to be basically no other Spider-Man, just Tom Holland, but they're going to emphasize time and space and reality and all these different things. And, and Dr. Strange is going to have some moments in the trailer, I'm sure, doing his thing, whatever it is he'll be doing. So we're going to see that in the trailer. That would be my guess. And I think um, Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, if they are in fact in the movie, which I believe they are, if they are in fact in the movie, they are part of the twist and a big reveal in the movie that would obviously be dead if it's if the trailer is spoiling their arrival. So that's my prediction for what we're going to see in the trailer. Um, and that's my understanding for why we haven't seen it yet. I think we needed to wait for Loki, and now we're in a better position to understand what's going to happen with Spider-Man because we've seen Loki and we understand what just happened with that. And now we're going to immediately... And, you know, this is the second Spider-Man movie in a row that deals with the ramifications uh, after Endgame, the first movie that came out after Endgame was Spidey. Well, the only movie to come out. <coughs> I mean, we finally got Black Widow, but Spidey was basically the last movie to come out, you know. And they directly dealt with people coming back from the snap, and you know Tony Stark's death, and all these different things. So now we're gonna have two Spider-Man movies in a row that happened after lo- you know, after a big giant world-shattering event. Um, and we're going to see the ramifications of that those events take place in Peter Parker's eyes. So I think that's really interesting. The MCU, as we know, plans everything out. So on purpose, they use Spider-Man to be the eyes of the initial reaction to major events. Why? I'm not entirely sure. But that's what they've decided to do. Now, the other thing I want to talk about before I wrap this up is the contract situation with Tom Holland. Now, his contract is up with Sony. This is his last movie. Now, if he decides to renew and they go in, that's fine. But Sony has hinted, and there have been rumors, that they have tried to talk to uh, Tobey Maguire 
about doing more Spider-Man movies in the universe that they're in, right? With the Venom movies and the Morbius movie that's coming out and stuff like that. With this movie coming out, is this a a low-key backdoor pilot? I don't, hey, I don't know. It could be a backdoor pilot for Tobey Maguire to return as Spider-Man. Okay? Now, you know, in the uh in the plot reveal, they said that Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man was going to die. So, you know, I <sighs> we'll have to see, but those rumors have been a thing like a couple months ago. They were a rampant thing that Sony was looking to have Toby come back. They were talking to Andrew about coming back uh, to do side, you know, thingies or whatever. So Sony, I think, wants Spider-Man in their universe. And so they may let go of Tom Holland and search for either a brand new person or one of the old guys that they used to have. And go from there. Now, Tobey Maguire's in his mid-40s. Like, are we really ready to see an old... I mean, we would have an old Spider-Man swinging around. Tobey's not... I mean, is he in shape? You know, can he fit the costume? You know, so I I don't know how... I I don't know how that's going to work. Andrew Garfield is probably the better choice. If you want to be able to pump out a couple of movies, two or three movies before, you know, he gets a little too oldish himself unless you specifically want an older Spider-Man. I don't know. Um you know, into the Spider-Verse they had the older Spider-Man who was basically a um mockery of Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man. So Sony may be like, you know, we'll bring the live action version of him back and we'll just stick with Toby. So I don't know. You know, there's there are a lot of things that could happen. But the fact that we're opening up multiple versions of Spider-Man means that Sony very well could take this opportunity to launch their own thing and, you know, let it ride. Um, so that, that, that's, that's really it for the episode here today. Uh, those are my thoughts about everything that seems to be lining up for uh, the movie. I think Loki, more than WandaVision, plays a vital role in what we're going to see in the movie. And and obviously, the unofficial sequel to the Spider-Man movie is this, the uh, Doctor Strange movie, which I think is really cute. A nice little nod to Steve Ditko, who created both of those characters. Um, Stanley was only involved with creating Spidey. He was not involved with creating uh, Doctor Strange, according to a quote straight from Stanley himself. So... The Ditko duo are going to be working together at least one movie, and I'm guessing we won't see Spidey in another, um, that Doctor Strange movie. And again, it's called No Way Home, and, you know, the first two titles for the MCU Spider-Man movies matched what was going on with the movie, right? Homecoming was basically an underlying current of going to the homecoming dance and, and stuff like that. And then the second one, Far From Home, he's across the globe visiting different cities in Europe and and stuff, countries and cities and stuff in Europe, battling these fake monsters and all of that. So No Way Home implies that someone 
someone at some point will not be able to return from where they came. And now that we have more details in these episodes and these shows have come out and things like that, it sounds like there's going to be a, a one-way time travel for someone or a group or whatever. And the movie might be based off of figuring out how to get back. Now, in, this, in the plot leak, if it's a real plot leak, I don't know, but that's all we have to reference, they do say that the emphasis is the bad guys end up coming out from Toby and Andrew's universes and they have no way to get back home. Um, so that could occur. I'm not, you know, we, we don't know. But No Way Home is definitely a clue as to what's going to happen in that movie. Um, so we'll, we'll definitely keep an eye on that as well. Uh, so many things are just tying this all together to have multiple Spider-Men. I, I would be very surprised... Even if it's not Andrew and Toby, I would be very surprised to see just Tom Holland as Spider-Man in that movie. Extremely surprised. Everything is, is giving it all the chances that it needs to be what it is. You know, why would you have Doctor Strange in the movie? We know his, his whole mantra that we've seen from him has been time. And and remember, like, the famous scene in Infinity War, he's all the probabilities and, and this, all these different things. So, like, I, I just, it's all coming together, and it just has to end like that. There's it's some version, there's got to be multiple Spider-Man. I think Loki was the final nail in the coffin for anyone that's looking for theories and, and stuff like that. This is it. <laughs> when you combine with everything else, this is it. We've We've nailed it. We've done it. And we're good. So, um, unless the trailer drops, once again, I'm probably going to be silent for the rest of the month. Um, but definitely wanted to drop this. There was a lot that happened with Loki, and I think it was very significant enough to to come out of uh, temporary retirement, whatever, okay, and kind of talk about it. So, um, you guys, let me know what you think. I know it's a lot... It, you know, let me know what you think. I'm assuming if you made this far, you've already watched Loki. So let me know what you thought about the end of Loki and if that will indeed impact what happens with the Spider-Man movie uh, combined with all the other rumors and reports and leaks and stuff like that. Um, and I guess we'll do the outro and uh, you guys keep swinging. All right. Check those web fluid. Get, get that web fluid. And uh I need web fluid, actually. That, that That's my hiatus, right? I'm making more web fluid so I can swing with you guys again. So, all right. <laughs> that was good, man. Don't know. That was... All right. I'll see y'all. Oh, sorry, guys. One more thing. Really quick. Uh, this is just like a quick prediction about the trailer. Another prediction about the trailer. Um... By the time this episode publishes, it's going to be Friday, July 16th, uh, 2021. You Spidey fans out there, you may recall, No Way Home was supposed to come out that Friday. Got pushed back, the pandemic pushed everything back, blah, 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 we know this. And that came, that's, that's, that's the original um, premiere date, if you will, release date. So, Loki has ended. 
we believe, well, I believe, I'm, I'm hoping you guys agree. I believe that Loki directly influences Spider-Man's movie, amongst others. And so, <clears throat> wouldn't it be cool if the trailer came out, the first trailer drops on the original release date? It's a way for Sony to say, hey guys, we know the movie was supposed to come out. We know you've been waiting for it. Here's a trailer to kind of get you excited as we ramp up the final few months before this movie comes out. That would be epic. And there's a good chance that I would be at work and not able to do a reaction until in the evening, doggone it. And that breaks my heart. Maybe if it comes out like around, you know, I might be able to do it like during my lunch break, a reaction to the trailer. But uh, hey, guys, that's that's just a quick little thing. I I, I don't I, I'm not gonna say prediction, but it would be cool. Like it would be a mind blowing experience if they decide to do that. Um, we have everything else, right? Like like I said, Sony and Marvel have already leaked as much as they can about the movie. The title, they've got some set shots and stuff like that. Like, we've seen a lot about the movie. The only thing missing in your traditional, here comes the movie, is the actual trailer itself. Um, And I think waiting for Loki to end was the uh, key element. But how convenient it is that as soon as the show ends, you have the potential to launch the trailer. Now... On a Daily Swing episode a few weeks ago, there was talk that the trailer was dropping very soon, like in in a couple of weeks. The 16th still fits that timeline. It's very on the edge, but it still kind of fits the timeline of of, of, of the original when it was supposed to potentially come out. So... That slight little rumor does give me some optimism that we'll see the trailer on the 16th. Um, I really hope we do. That would that would be just amazing. What a nod. Like, just an acknowledgement from Sony. Like, yeah, it's it's been rough, but here's a little something for you. Like, it just would be awesome. Um, <clears throat> so... Yeah, you guys, let me know what you think about that as well, that idea. And, okay, now, I... See, I want to give you, like, a send-off, but I already have an outro. So, like, but I also feel awkward. I always feel awkward just cutting out, just cutting off and just just dipping on a random statement. But I have to remember that there is a younger Dante who has recorded something for you all to hear. And, uh... I keep forgetting about Younger Date, but, you know, whatever. All right, anyway, let's go with the outro.